welcome to the Fulfillment Project. I'm your host, Sarah Fennell, international fitness model and former IFBB Pro figure athlete, turned personal development sponge, entrepreneur, and online marketing junkie. I want to have it all in life, and I am not afraid to admit it. This show is for high-performing, high-vibing humans who are ready to take action, step through their fears, and up-level their life and business. Join me as we take one more step closer to that today. You know, there's something really magical about being a student again. And I think that this is a skill that so many of us lose over time, right? Like when we're growing up, we're in elementary school, then high school, and then post-secondary, and it leaves us, or I should say, it puts us in a position of being malleable and being open and, you know, excited for the growth that learning can bring us. And, you know, after I completed dental hygiene and was working for a few years and then getting into the bodybuilding world, that was a huge learning experience for me. And I felt alive. And, you know, at the time when we are in a state of aliveness and excitement and in growth, and it makes us ultimately feel really good because we are naturally growth humans um, and it's what we strive for, we don't really recognize the space that we're in and why we're feeling so good. And, you know, I can tell you that I am really back in that space with being a student again. Uh, And this comes down to uh, learning how to like really cycle on my bike. Uh, I brought up, uh, I think, I believe it was on the last show. I was talking about how I bought a really nice road road bike last year. And this is the first year where I'm really starting to learn, starting to be open, you know, going back to those beginner stages uh, and learning foundations. And, you know, I was on my bike last night riding, the sun was coming down, I'm in the country roads, my mind felt open and free and all of these like insights and downloads kept uh, kept coming in. And movement for me is a very creative space. I find it very much opens up my brain. Uh, creativity is something that we go in depth with in uh, in my program, the School of Influence, uh, because you know, as a business owner and as a marketer for your business, you have to be in creativity, you know, and, and there's two aspects of creativity, which we're not going to go into on on this show, but you know, there's creative, which is the idea generation and, and the downloads and the insights in order to actually create. And the second part is the creation. So bringing the creative ideas into creation brings it to life into the world. So I'm always looking for ways to put myself into a space of creativity, um, especially the creative aspect. So I actually get ideas. You know, if you think about it, um, you know, whether you're creating market material or courses or new insights for clients, like your brain has to be open, you know, for me to like sit down and, and record this podcast and chat with you today. I had to have an idea for content. Um, and so the idea that we're going to talk about today, uh, came to me last night when I was cycling and, I want to talk about the how I open up this conversation with the benefits of, you know, being a student and how we should always be putting ourselves back into that student mentality. And I want to give you some insight as to why and more so why this is going to be so, so, so beneficial to you um, in a business aspect, but just in business or, or sorry, in life in general. So um, last year I bought my cycling bike, like what I said, but to be honest, I didn't put any effort into anything 
there wasn't any research other than, you know, what is a really good bike and, and what should I do? Um, what should I have? Uh, what supply should I have on hand if I'm going, you know, biking for a long distance? But, you know, most of the time after the age of learning how to ride a bike, which is usually in our younger years, we just get on the bike and we just ride, right? Like you just get on, you ride, it puts you into motion and you go from point A to point B. And when you're not in it from a student perspective or a competitive perspective or anything that actually really matters, you're actually really sloppy and you're all over the place. Um, because with learning and, and with what, what, what I'm really stepping into this year with, uh, with my cycling is my form. So learning, you know, you know, foot positioning and foot force so that there's maximum speed with the least amount of effort, uh, you know, aerodynamics so that it enhances my speed, um, endurance, definitely, you know, for the distance, um, you know, endurance for average speed that I can uphold during a ride and just really being meticulous over these different things so that I am more efficient and intentful with cycling. And when I and when we're not in this place of having really, you know, strong intent for something, we end up being sloppy, right? Like I'm sure you know how to ride a bike and you're like, yeah, I just jump on the bike and move the pedals and it moves me. But when we look at it from a meticulous standpoint, we want to look at many different factors so that we are actually executing properly to have the most efficiency out of the thing. And in this case right now we're talking about cycling. And, you know, I'm riding along last night and, you know, think about what I'm doing and, you know, I I track my rides and my distance and my my average speed, top speed. Uh, I got a really cool app for that. And, you know, I got thinking about, you know, being a student of this and feeling alive again and excited and realizing that, you know, when you want to get really good at something, you know, and when I say really good, meaning that you know a strategy or action step in order to produce a certain result, right? If I do A, it's going to give me B. That is is having an action plan for a result. And in order to do that, we really need, you know, three different things. You need consistency, you need practice, and you need accountability. And and just think about that for a second. For anything that you want to achieve in your life, like anything at all, you need consistency, you need practice, and you need accountability. You want to be a good parent, you need to execute skills to be a good parent with consistency. You need to practice that and you need to be accountable to yourself to uphold those standards. You know, you want to be good at marketing, you know, you need to be consistent, you need to practice it and you need to have accountability to yourself in order to follow through. You want to be a good spouse in a relationship, you need consistency, there's practice and accountability to show up as that good partner. Like anything in life, consistency, practice and accountability. And I'm riding along last night, the sun's coming down and, you know, I was in the country so that there were these fields and these hay barrels and, and then this uh, patch of wooded area, you know, this, like a patch of trees in the distance and the sun is going down above the trees and, and it was just so glorious to watch. And, and I had this hit, you know, this download, this insight about this consistency practice and accountability. And I realized this because I was riding along and I realized like my foot force was awesome. I was feeling like I was moving. My legs were engaged, but it felt easeful. It didn't feel hard. It felt like I could just kept riding forever. And I was already 45 minutes into my ride, you know, like I was halfway done my ride and I was feeling good. I wasn't gassed. 
And because, you know, over the past six to eight weeks, I've been really practicing, you know, this consistency, the practice, the skills of cycling and really being accountable to myself to go out and do this even when I didn't want to. And last night was one of those moments when I definitely didn't want to, but then being out there and having this moment and 45 minutes into my ride, realizing my skills are, are paying off, I felt great about holding myself accountable. And here's the thing about getting really good at something. Most of the time, you're not going to feel like doing it, right? Like think about anything that you've wanted in your life. It does not come overnight. You know, success is not one monumental moment. It's just not. It's it, There's time involved. And within that time frame, there needs to be consistency, practice, and accountability again and again and again. And what gets us started will not keep us going. You know, the motivation gets you started. You know, I was motivated to get a bike. I was motivated to, to say, yeah, I can get out on my bike and I can go for, you know, an hour, or an hour and a half ride or, you know, four or five hours like I did the other weekend with my assistant, Natasha. But the... The, the drive to keep up with that action needs to come from some other place inside of you. It needs to come from some other driver other than just that initial motivation. Because last night I did not feel like going out. Um, but then, you know, you're halfway, th- I'm halfway through my ride. I'm like, oh, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> thank you for going out and doing this. And as I was driving along and I'm thinking, yes, yes, it's consistency, practice and accountability. It brought me back to when I started into fitness, like really learning how to transform the body, getting into competitions and realizing that the, the action steps are not hard. Like to get into top shape, there's a science behind it and definitely a strategy, but it's not rocket science. But the thing is, it is a consistency again and again and again, day in and day out for three to four months consistently with the practice of those skills of your everyday, you know, eating, sleeping, lifestyle, training, cardio, uh, posing for shows, all of that, and then holding yourself accountable to make sure that you're upholding the action steps. And I remember like getting in the, the fitness competition, um, the world, the, the world of it, you know, you see before and after photos, you see people on stage, you're like, wow, like that sounds awesome. And you decide to do it and you sign up for a show and hire a coach and you get into action. And then within like two weeks, you're like, what the F am I doing? <laughs> oh no, I have like three to four months of this to go. But, you know, because I would book my show date, because I would share my journey publicly on social media, because there was an accountability piece to it, I kept going. And when we don't have that accountability piece, this is where we really fall short. And the thing with accountability is that most of the time, it is really, really hard for us to hold the accountability on ourselves because we lie to ourselves. We kid, we make excuses. We will talk ourselves into, or sorry, talk ourselves out of any situation. Like we, we will do this. I know you have done it. And, and I'm throwing my hand up for this one too, because I do it all the time. So, and and I know this about myself and I know like if I, if it was left up to my own devices, I would be super lazy on the couch, eating a bag of potato chips, uh, elbow deep into a tub of Haagen-Dazs ice cream, binging on Netflix, like hundred percent. I am naturally a lazy person. And 
you know, I think most people are, you know, even when I talk to, you know, high performers and other awesome business owners doing crazy things, like it's funny to hear like how lazy people actually are when they're left to their own devices. But with, you know, networking with so many people and, and being through the world of the bodybuilding uh, community, realizing that that accountability piece is so huge and being accountable to someone other than yourself so that you actually follow through. You know, it is, it is proven that you will most likely follow through with something because you have accountability to someone else versus just being accountable to yourself. And, and think about it this way. You know, have you ever had um, a scheduled time with a client, you know, whether they're coming to see you in person or maybe you have an online call uh, and, you know, it's coming up to that moment where you're supposed to meet them, wherever that is, or you wake up in the morning and you're looking at your schedule and you think, ugh, I really don't want to do this today. Have you had that moment? And you have to say yes, because if you if you say no, I know that you are lying. <laughs> Because natural humans, when when it comes time to do something that we have scheduled into the future, sometimes, if not most of the time, we don't feel like doing it. But we're put into action and we actually follow through to show up and do the thing because we're not just accountable to ourselves. You know, like I'm sometimes booked out on crazy day for coaching calls. And I wake up in the morning, I see it and I'm like, oh God, like this is going to be a crazy day. Wouldn't that be cool if it all just went away? But then like, obviously I'm not going to because I love my clients and I love what I do. And then when I get onto the phone or onto Zoom with them, it's like, oh yes, I'm, I'm so glad I actually packed my day full of this because I feel so full and just awesome at the end of it. Much like going to the gym and, and doing a workout. Sometimes we don't feel like going, but you know, when you're done, you thank yourself for it. So I was like that with my ride last night and, you know, some ways that I hold myself accountable to things is, uh, especially let's talk about my cycling because when it comes to working out, if you don't have a coach or you don't have something that you're working towards and it's just up to you, you know, sometimes you can back out of that. So like even with my cycling, um, you know, I'm usually a morning workout person, but not first thing in the morning. I like to kind of mosey around for like an hour and drink coffee and maybe answer some emails and just putter and not be in full motion first thing in the morning. So I always like to cycle at night, especially when the sun is coming down. Um, a, it cools off. Um, B, it's quieter on the roads. And C, I like watching the sun come down. So when, when we have these moments where we need to hold ourselves accountable and what I've been doing with my cycling is telling Joe. So either first thing in the morning, I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to go for a cycle ride tonight. Or even last night at dinner, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go cycling, um, at seven 30 tonight. And I, I say it in a mo in the moment where a, I know I want to do it and B or B, um, I'm motivated to do it. Um, but then it's funny because seven 30 comes around and like the sun, the sun isn't really going down at 730 this time of day, you know, but it's, it's evening. It feels like that evening time. I've had my dinner, the night is winding down and I had this moment of, oh, do I really want to go out and do this? And it, you know, the first thing that came to my mind was, yeah, if you don't feel like doing it, don't go do it. And then it kicked in of saying, well, no, you said you were going to do this. Like you, you said to Joe, you were going to go do this. You actually announced it at the dinner table. We have the kids this week. So if I don't go do it, A, I'm letting myself down. B, it's not a good, uh, it's not a good role model action for, for the children that we're raising. And C, Joe and I really don't like to let each other down. Um, 
I don't want to say we have competition with each other, but there's a really healthy motivator between each other of when we say we're going to do something, we actually follow through because we're both massive achievers and high performers. So, you know, if I say I'm going to do something and don't do it, um, there's a bit of uh, that guilt put on me for for how I want to show up for myself in my life. Um, and he's great at holding me accountable to that. And I, I do the exact same thing for him. So accountability is something that we all need in our life for the things that we actually want to do, because we know that we need to be consistent with something and we know that we need the practice of the skill or the thing in order to get really good and prof- uh, and efficient at it. And But if we, if we don't have the accountability, we will never get in action to have the consistency and the practice. And, and I'm riding along last night, sun's coming down, it's beautiful, uh, the skies are looking like a pinky red purple color, and I get this download about consistency, practice, and accountability. Started thinking about my bodybuilding days, and then I got shifted into thinking about you know, the, the feedback and the check-ins that I was doing for my School of Influence clients. So School of Influence is a course that I just launched for the first time in May. We got 15 awesome students in it, and it is for online coaches who really want to maximize Instagram as their main lead generation for clients. So it's for online coaches who want to have an awesome platform to build an audience, to create content, to create deep relationships, and ultimately have that platform be usable to them whenever they want clients or to do a launch for something. So, you know, if you want clients right now in this moment, do you have a way to do that in your business? If you don't, like that's what School of Influence is all about. So right now um, with School of Influence, we're on week number seven. And, you know, I split this course up into four different phases. So phase number one is all the foundational work. Uh, So that was the first three weeks where they were not in action on Instagram. They were not creating any content. We were doing behind the scenes work, having conversations and laying out the foundation so that when they were in action, they had a really, really solid base to be able to build upon. Much like building a house, you cannot build a house without a foundation or it will blow over and crumble to the ground and not last and be sustainable, right? Same thing for your marketing. There has to be foundation with really identifying their ideal client or what I like to call like their hero, understanding that person inside and out, understanding their personality, who they are as a human, you know, right now in this moment in time, what are they doing in their life? What are they thinking about? What are their challenges, struggles? What do they desire? You need to understand that about your ideal client so that you actually create content for that client. And it's not just information going out. Uh, we learned, you know, how to really develop your brand story, um, and how to create the micro brand stories within that, uh, identifying their unique differentiating qualities so that they actually stand out online. A lot of work around creativity and finding the spaces in your life to be creative and then also for creation and creating schedules for them. Um, You know, really understanding their role with showing up online or what I like to call like the law of the guide. You know, who are they to show up online? Like what is their personality? Uh, Who do they need to show up as? Uh, What do they need to put out to highlight themselves as that role model, as that guide, as that person who can take a client from point A to point B? Um, And then we also got into like uh, polarity, which is like the strong point of view and really identifying like what do you believe in and what is your strong point of view online? Because you need one. And if you don't have one, then you end up being vanilla and no one really listens to you. 
So like that is all foundational work. And then the last three weeks, so weeks four to six, that's where we really dived into like how to create good posts. Like I really teach on two different types of posts to create and, you know, two different writing styles within those types of posts. And then we got into creating IGTV and getting on video, the structure, how to show up, how to start talking on a video, how to finish that video. What does the framework look like for a great video conversation and teaching? And then Instagram stories. Stories are where it's at. Stories are where you're going to get most of your clients. Stories are where you go deep on relationships with your current audience. Um, and so we really dove into that with them. So that was the first six weeks of foundational work. And then three weeks, three weeks of really creating content around the three main features of posts, IGTV, and stories. And now, you know, they're on week number seven and they've been in action for three weeks. And uh, I was giving them feedback Every Monday, they get an email from me and feedback on their previous week's content, um, constructive criticism, high fives, reassurance, that type of thing to see if they're on the right track. And after three weeks of them being in action with actually creating content, you know, they were consistent with their content for three weeks. They were practicing for three weeks with feedback from me and they had the accountability from me so that they were actually creating their content and posting it because I give them feedback every single Monday on their previous week's content. And just three weeks of having these skills and the consistency and the accountability, it was so crazy. Um, you know, really diving into their account and seeing the differences and then also hearing from them what is happening. You know, they're getting more comments and engagement on their posts. They're getting uh, DM. Some some of my clients have never ever got DMs from their audience that was actually like a meaningful DM other than like from a friend. Um, oh my god! Some of them are getting tags. So if you do a post and someone from your audience tags someone else, like, "Hey Sandra, you need to take a look at this." This is Sarah who I was talking about. You know, tagging someone else, um, and also they're getting reshares. So tags and reshares are so cool because that is someone tagging someone who is not following you and new eyes on you. And then some of my clients are even getting clients already from this, and I haven't even taught them how to actually promote their business just from their shift in content. You know, with laying foundation for three weeks and then getting an action for another three weeks, they're getting clients. So. Uh, you know, as I'm riding along and reflecting on this, and I was like, oh my God, everything comes down to consistency, practice, and accountability. And, and, you know, we can practice the skills, but if there is not the consistency and there is not the accountability, then nothing really ever follows through. And then, you know, phase three um, of School of Influence is uh, audience building and phase four is all around your, your high-performing marketing techniques um, and developing a really great schedule for moving forward after, you know, the course and the school is done. And, you know, when it comes to consistency, you know, it's not just putting content out with social media. You know, you really need to look at your content because a lot of my students have they've, they've been consistent with their content. They're like, Sarah, I'm creating like seven pieces of content every week. I'm posting every single day and they were not getting results in their business. So it's not just the consistency of the content. It is consistency of having warm, personalized content. So not just cold content. You need to learn how to be warm and personalized with your audience for the content that you're putting out. You need to be consistent with your message, 
So who are you talking to? What are you talking to them about? And why are you talking to them? So who, like who is your ideal client? Making sure that that message is always for the ideal client. What, what result do you get for that ideal client? What are you showing up teaching on? How are you showing up as the guide and as that person to, to help them and why? Like what problem are, are they having? What, what problem are you highlighting? What aggravation are you creating in your content that makes people want to listen to you? And then also consistency, consistency with your visibility. Like vis- visibility is key and, and not just visibility in your post, but visibility on all different features to create a, a multidimensional dimensional uh, uh, you know, a presence for you in the online space so that your audience is getting all these different features and you showing up in all these different ways, but always with the same message. And that was like the biggest shift, um, with the consistency with my students and what created, you know, all those awesome results, you know, more comments and engagements and DMS and tags and reshares and, 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 get, and getting clients without even trying is it came down to the warm personalized content, Consistency with their messaging and consistency with their visibility um, from from a multidimensional perspective. And, And when you can learn to do this in the online space, this is what creates an awesome online presence. And I see far too many online coaches only focused on showing up and creating the content and putting it out. And when you are only just focused on let's create and put out, create and put out without the foundation, without the depth, without the warm personalized content, without knowing who you're talking to, without really highlighting a result, without aggravating a problem and without the multidimensional visibility, it is like you jumping on a bike and riding sloppy. Sure, you'll get from point A to point B, but what is your efficiency of that? And are you really getting the result that you intended to get? So don't just get on a bike and ride sloppy or, or, or do not just show up on social media and put content out to put content out because you feel like you have to. And, and just because you're putting out content does not mean that it is the right type of content or the right message or the right way to even be showing up to get the result that you want. You need to learn to to sit to step back and become a student of all of that. Because if you're not getting the results that you want, then you're doing something wrong. And sometimes that's really hard for us to admit because we're busy and we're in action. And when we are busy, we feel like we're actually moving towards something. But how many times have you felt like you are busy in your business, busy in your marketing, you're doing the thing, you're showing up, you're creating content, but yet your audience isn't growing and you're not getting clients from that busy work. So busyness and being in action does not create the result. It's the structured uh, process. It is the structure and practice of the skills. It is the consistency of all that structure and practice. And then the accountability to yourself or get accountability from someone else so that you actually show up enough so that you are visible on all different features and you're showing up the right way. So 
all of that was like my huge download last night cycling. So <laughs> whenever you guys are listening to the, to the pod, um, or even like, you know, reading a, a post on, on my Instagram, I probably got it when I was in motion, whether I was working out or doing yoga, um, or cycling. Uh, cause I, I create when I'm in motion. I I've always known that about myself. Um, I create in motion. So all my ideas come from when I'm, I'm in motion, not like sitting down, hitting record to talk to you. So, you know, I want to share all this awesome feedback from my students. A, I say A, B, and C a lot, don't I? <laughs> it's probably not going to stop, so I'll get used to it. Um, okay, so I wanted to share this because A, I, I'm actually really proud of the this course that I put together. Like I said, I launched it for the first time in May, um, but this was 11 years of everything that I have learned from how I first started my audience by accident, how I have continued to really shape and mold that from a strategic perspective, and also from the last four years of coaching people to do just that. So I took all those 11 years and I put it into a 12-week course called the School of Influence, and it is a school. Um, you know, there is a system that we follow, there are phases, there is accountability, there is homework that they have to do before they show up on coaching calls with me. There is an evaluation that is put, being put in place on week number nine and week number 12 as well to really give them some, some structured feedback on what they're doing. Um, and then at the end of it, they have upgraded skills, knowledge, and strategies to continue these practices long after. And that is the point of a, of a school, right? You want to go to school, you want to learn something, you want to practice that, and you want to be able to have those knowledge and skills to be able to continue utilizing again and again and again to make sure that investment of more so time than, than, than money, if we're, if we're talking about investment, uh, was worth your while. So, you know, um, you know, if, if school of influence influences you and, and if this conversation of really like consistency practice and accountability for your marketing kind of let some light bulbs off and, and you're feeling a little lost on, so where, where do I be consistent and how do I nail down my message? And you know, what is a brand story? How do I develop my brand story? Like what are the three micro brand stories that I need to take from my brand story? How do I find out my unique and differentiating qualities? How do I know what my role should be online? If if you were having any of those questions going through all this, and if you feel like you're someone who really needs accountability for just, just showing up for yourself and showing up for your audience, and then also the reassurance that how you're showing up at, is in the right direction, I want you to go get on the wait list for School of Influence uh, because we have a new group starting the, it's either the second or third week of August, um, just finalizing launching plans for that right now um, here at the end of June. Um, but I, I started this wait list when I started my first round um, of students in May um, and we had people signing up after the, after the course was full. So the waitlist has started back in May and, you know, I've brought School of Influence up a couple times, you know, throughout the last uh, few weeks and the last two months that it's been uh, running here because I feel so strongly about building an organic audience and building an audience where you can show up every day with either a lot of effort or minimal effort and you are still building the relationship. I believe so deeply in having a public online audience and I've had one for 11 years and it has served me greatly, but I know that gaining these skills 
can be really, really hard because you just don't know what you're doing or you're looking around at what other people are doing and you're trying to model them, but you don't have the foundational work behind you in order to really make sure that the content that you're creating is landing for you and that it's efficient. So maybe you're riding a bike really sloppy and you want to learn how to get really efficient at that, you know? With really learning how to maximize that effort, maximize speed, maximize your endurance, your consistency, your practice, your accountability for yourself, and all that cool stuff that goes into you know marketing and building an audience um, and building influence for who you are and what you do. Influence drives everything. And when I was talking with the results of my students, you know, there are layers to influence. And if we want to talk about the layers to influence, um, you know, getting more likes and comments on your stuff is like a first layer of influence. Like you want people to engage in your content. You are influencing them to take action on something that you're doing. Uh, Getting people to DM you, you know, getting into a private conversation with people, you know, that is a sign of influence where they want to spark that conversation. They want to ask questions. They want to go deeper. They want to, you know, engage in a conversation with you. Getting people to tag other people in your post or reshare your content. If your content is that powerful for someone else to want eyes on it, that is huge influence. And then ultimately, the, 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 the main point of influence is that we want to gain clients. We want p- people to trust in us to help them get to where they want to be with the result that we give in our business. And those are what I like to call like the layers of influence and what you want to be looking for in your content. And if those are not growing, then your influence is not growing. And if your influence is not growing, then your client list will not grow ultimately. So, uh, you know, uh, coming back to the wait list of School of Influence, if you go to onlineinfluenceschool.com, you can jump on that wait list. I will send you an email when applications open, and I'm actually going to send you an email before I publicly open up applications. Um, you know, you can fill out an application when I open that up and, you know, just have a conversation with me. Um, signing an application does not secure you into anything that you need to do in terms of actually signing up for the course. It's just a conversation to see if this is right for you. So onlineinfluenceschool.com, you could learn about School of Influence, what goes on in that. Um, and then there's a wait list, sign up there. Uh, and, I, and I'm going to keep, you know, bringing up conversations like this because, again, like I said, I feel so powerful about this. And the results that my students are having are actually far, far, far beyond my expectations of what I thought that they could accomplish in even just the, the, the six weeks that we've been in this. You know, we are only at the halfway point for this course, and I still have another six weeks with them. So I am over the moon ecstatic to see what, you know, comes out of this at the end of the six weeks. And all of the skills and reassurance and accountability and consistency and the structure and the scheduling that they're going to have uh, to keep moving forward. So I love what I do. This is so cool when we can be in a space where we love what we do. We get riled up and jazzed every single day to you know, just show up and be there for our clients um, because we get so excited for the results that they're getting as well. Um, on a lot of my feedbacks, I'm like inserting like happy dances and like high fives to them <laughs> because I'm actually so excited um, to see them getting excited over the results that they're that they're getting. So, onlineinfluenceschool.com. 
if you get want to get on the wait list and, and hear firsthand when uh, when the doors for applications actually open up for this, which will be in August. So in six weeks, um, actually, maybe a little bit less uh, registration is going to be or applications are going to be open up for that. And uh, we can have a conversation. But, you know, from this conversation here today, I really want you to look at what are you trying to achieve in your life? in like any area or, or all areas of your life. If we look at the areas where, where we want to show up as our best self, you know, you want to know that you are upholding the standards for what you know that you are capable of. Is there consistency there? Are you practicing it regularly? You know, and is, do you have the accountability to make sure that you're following through with the practice and the consistency? Like anything you want in life, my friend, honestly, consistency, practice, and accountability. Success is not one monumental moment. It is not. It is the accumulation of many, many different moments that lead up to that big end result to give you success in whatever area it is that you want. So we must always come back to evaluating, is there consistency, practice, and accountability for the area that I'm working on? And if there's not, That is where you are falling short with progressing with the thing that you want to progress with. So come back to that. Ask yourself that. Next time you get frustrated where you're not where you want to be, ask yourself, am I being consistent? Am I practicing the skills that are needed in order to have the thing that I want? And am I holding myself accountable or do I have someone to hold me accountable to do the practice and consistency? Come back to that. Come back to that come back to that. Because if you're not where you want to be, you're probably missing one of them. Probably. Probably. Okay, my friend, I hope you have an awesome day. Um, It's coming up to Canada Day here in Canada. So if you live in Canada, happy Canada Day for you. And I hope you have an awesome holiday. And I'll catch you on the next show. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Honestly, shows and podcasts like this are not possible without you. So I have so much gratitude for my listeners. You freaking rock. If you want to find me over on Instagram, I am sarah.fennel. Tag me in a post. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Hit me up with a DM. I will always write you back. Shows like this are not possible without ratings and reviews. So if you feel so moved, please write me an honest comment, an honest review, and let us know what you think of the show. 